Introducing the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. With 25 million copies in print, learn how the Don't Sweat Wisdom can help you achieve greater mental health and better communication with your family, friends, and coworkers from a beloved teacher. Rediscover your passion, joy, and self-compassion to awaken your most vibrant life. Welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with Christine Carlson. Let's go ahead and take our golden pause. Wherever you are, sit comfortably with your hands open on your lap, sitting upright. If you're sitting in a chair, just place your feet on the floor with your legs uncrossed. And if you're leaning up against something, sitting Indian style is perfectly okay. And just bring your shoulders back and allow your head to rest in an upright position. This is the best position for your breath. And if you're driving, just pay attention to the road and just use this as a presencing exercise. It just helps you listen more deeply and just gives you that peace and calm and relaxation that you need during your day. That's why we call it a golden pause. So let's begin by taking some deep breaths. Breathing in through your nose, allow your chest and your belly to expand. Taking in the full amount of oxygen, filling your belly, your head, your arms, everything with pure oxygen and just let go. Exhale and let go. Breathe in sunlight, golden sunlight to every cell of your being, all the way to the top of your head, to your shoulders, to the tips of your fingers and toes. Just let go. Exhale and let go. This time as you breathe in, breathe in love, pure love. Filling your heart with love, filling your core with love, filling your belly with love. And as you exhale, let go of fear. Let go of any tension you feel and relax. This time as you breathe in, place your hand on your heart activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment in gratitude, thinking of anything that you feel incredibly grateful for today. As you breathe in all that gratitude, exhale and let go and open your eyes. So I'm going to talk about a prevalent theme in the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff book series called Being a World-Class Listener. I have to smile so big when I say that because this is a term that Richard used to me like maybe on our second or third date. It was really, it was really funny. I was a young woman just in college, just 18, and he was a couple years older. Um, but he had read already a lot of Wayne Dyer and he was exposed to Ram Dass and Stephen Levine by his father and all sorts of things. So anyways, he, he said to me on one of our earliest dates, he said, Chris, I just adore you, but there's one thing I've noticed. And, and if you're open to some feedback, I'd love to give some to you. And I said, oh yeah, of course. What's that? He says, well, I don't, I don't think you're a very good listener. And I, I remember just looking at him and I, and I remember thinking, oh, what does that mean? 
being a good listener. <laughs> so clearly I wasn't very good at it at the time. So he, he began to describe to me what it meant to really listen. And he said, you know, I just want to be honest with you because I already, you know, care about you so much that if we're going to be in a relationship together, I really require that you become a world-class listener. World-class. Now that's a pretty big statement, isn't it? World-class. That just makes me laugh. It makes me smile. So that's been a chapter, a prevalent theme throughout the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff book series. But if you think about how important that is for us to listen to the people we love, how healing is that for people to be heard? So there's a question that I wrote about um, to address this theme and Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women, and it was to ask the question, especially of our family and our friends and our kids especially, are you asking for my opinion or would you like me to just listen? Actually, that might be in Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Moms. Anyways, it's a chapter in one of those books. But the question again is, are you asking for my opinion or would you like me to just listen? So that's a beautiful question, isn't it? Because if somebody says, oh, I want your opinion, then it gives you permission, which means that they're going to receive the things that you have to say. But if they say, no, I really would just like you to just listen to me, then that means that you have to kind of sit back and offer what we call your empty presence. Empty presence is when you're like a teacup, an empty teacup, and you just allow the person to spill into you. So you hold space, right? You be a container for that person. You, you create a safe container for them to just spill out what's going on in their minds, what's going on in their emotions. Sometimes to just be a, a person that holds space for their tears. Now, when I was in grief, um, there were a few people that I found could really do that and do it really well, but I was blessed. I had a couple of really close friends that did that very, very well, and I, I kind of trained them. I mean, I really said, look, I, I just don't need you to fix me. I need you to hold me. I, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to say and how I'm going to react to life. I don't, it probably won't make much sense to you because it feels like chaos to me. But please just hold space for me to just be where I am and allow all of this emotional chaos to just have a container to go to. And I was really blessed because I had a couple of people that did that super, super well. And um, so I'm encouraging you to think about that. What does that mean to sit and hold space and listen without having to fix the person, especially when they ask you and you've asked them, what do you need from me? Do you want me to give you my advice or do you want me to listen? Now, I forget this with my kids all the time. You know, I forget this. I mean, I do it a lot too, but on the days I forget, it's pretty much a disaster. So, you know, my kids do not want to hear all the things that I have to say to them about giving them advice, especially when they're in a low state, in a low mood. They want me to be their mom and just hold them and hug them and allow them to be like a three-year-old child, right? And I often, I can't do that with them sometimes. And, and every time I blow it, every time I launch into the, you know, five things that they need to do, 
you know, all they hear is, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing it your way. You know, I'm not doing it right. And, and I have to remember this all the time with my kids, you know, even my adult children that oftentimes, and sometimes they do want my advice. You know, sometimes they're like, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say about the situation. And then when they say that, you know, that's, that's my cue. I can, I can go into, you know, whatever I have to say about that. So I hope that this helps you become a world-class listener. I felt, feel like that, um, let me just show you a little bit how this works in relationship. So one of the things that Richard and I did, um, in early in our marriage is, we would hold a heart and we would go back and forth um, and talk about the things that were bugging us, you know, the things that we found difficult about <clears throat> being in early married life. And um, there are a couple of things that would happen. So one would speak, the other would listen. And then when it was your turn to speak, we'd pass the heart. And then at that point, you as the speaker could address, you know, what your partner said, like, Richard could address to me what I had said that maybe didn't resonate with him or maybe he was feeling the same way. Oftentimes we would end up laughing because we felt exactly the same way. And isn't that powerful when you can start to see how in relationship we're really mirrors to each other and it's all that mirror neuron stuff in your you know brain like all these mirror neurons are happening and you're really mirror mirroring each other in your relationship. And, and that's what we would find most often is if I was feeling taken for granted, then he was also feeling taken for granted. But that was our great world-class listening tool was to hold the heart, pass the heart back and forth, and, you know, spend an hour in conversation like this. It's a powerful way to create a very healthy listening dynamic. Now, we didn't do that our whole marriage, but you know what? We didn't need to because we had created this way of talking with each other that was non-defensive, non-attacking, and very much about feelings, very much about how am I feeling? And then being heard. Being heard is one of the most incredibly healing things that um, any of us can offer each other. I know when I went into therapy um, as a young woman, that was the thing I felt most healed by was just having somebody that I really loved and trusted um, to listen to me. And I would pour out my heart and soul and feel so much better that I had a place, somebody, um, a safe container to share all the things that I thought were really scary about me. You know, the things that I thought were only, only I could be this weird or only I could think this way or have this issue. And, you know, and it was just, it was just incredibly healing um, to be listened to. So I'm going to end there. And I hope that you found this helpful. And I hope that you make it your intention to become a world-class listener. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff with Christine Carlson. Chris invites you to join her for the brand new What Now program, a six-week offering carefully designed to take you on your own unique journey through life-altering transition and lead you to self-discovery and your most vibrant life. Receive access to powerful audio teachings, an in-depth workbook, and deeply valuable insights on passion and joy from a beloved teacher.
Visit ChristineCarlson.com to learn more about how you can be part of the What Now program.